you know, if you could speak to a group of your ideal clients, that's amazing. And that probably came from a relationship you have with somebody. So how can you make more relationships? Yes, posting is important and, and, you know, showing your expertise is important. But to me, the behind the scenes work of like actually building a relationship with someone, that's not a comment. That's not one direct message. It's years and years of, of being a friend, a pal, a buddy. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show. I have Andrea Jones of OnlineJurea.com. Andrea, it's great to have you on the show. Ah, thank you so much for having me. Yes, yeah, super excited to have you on and talk about all the awesome things that you're you're doing to, to help people to become internet famous. And before we jump to the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Andrea so you can hear some of those awesome things. And Andrea is a social media strategist who helps coaches and experts go from stuck to strategic, passion-led powerhouses and visionary thought leaders with her simple approach to social media. Take one little step each day, build your social media savvy over time, and you can find her online at onlinedrea.com and online Drea on Instagram as well. Super excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? Yes, I am ready. <laughs> awesome, Andrea. Well, let's make it happen. So to kind of kick everything off, I want to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah, so I have two parents who are very entrepreneurial. So I think part of it's in my blood. Um, but I went to university for English literature. Um, can't really do much on that, but keep studying English literature. So when I graduated with my bachelor's degree, I actually got into hospitality and worked for Marriott Hotels, uh, the marquee downtown, for those of you who are familiar with Hotlanta. Um, and was put on their social media team as one of the youngest folks working there. I was managing the spa and fitness center and uh, was on a team of people managing social media. And that's how I got my lessons learned. And all of the things that I apply was just by doing it back then in the day. This was 2012, like Facebook and Twitter were a thing. And that's about it. Um, in 2013, I did meet my husband on YouTube. So I was creating YouTube videos. We collaborated just like we're doing today. Gosh. Um, <laughs> and, um, we kind of kicked things off. And then, um, that's important because that's when I started my business was he lived in Toronto, Canada. I lived in Atlanta, Georgia. So I ended up move, quitting my job, moving to live with him and started my social media business from there. And the rest is history, as they say. Nice. I absolutely love that. And as somebody who's a fellow English major, I, I understand that uh, there's a lot that you could do everything, but you could do nothing at the same time. There's like all the opportunities because it's kind of like a skill more than like a, a steadfast kind of thing that you learn. But um, I love how you kind of took that baton. It sounds like you ran with it. Yes, yes. You know, there's a lot of research, analytics, there's a creative side with writing reports. So I still feel like I'm using it today. Yeah, absolutely. I'll say the same thing. So I'm always going to go to bat for any English major. So I love uh, that you have a, I have a fellow one on the other side of the mic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it was a great time. I learned a lot and um, I still like to read to this day. So yeah, it, it's a huge passion of mine. 
Yeah, you and me both. But I, I love that you had the entrepreneurial blood kind of flowing through your veins. And, you know, like you said, I think, especially with, you know, social media, there's all these gurus and experts and, you know, all those things that you hear so often. But I love that you had, you know, that experience, you've been able to kind of have professional and personal great experiences, it sounds like, with social media. So I, I love that you're able to kind of, you know, help, you know, clients out with in so many different ways. Yeah. And, you know, I, um, I was blogging since 2004, which at the time was very odd. Um, none of my friends were doing it. They were like, you're doing what with the internet, huh? <laughs> um, I started my YouTube channel in 2007 and still very odd. Like I sat in my bedroom creating videos about life and, um, you know, questions. And, um, you know, I think my, my, propensity to discover new things and explore the internet just really makes me enjoy it. And that definitely serves me today because you look at platforms like TikTok, where it's like a really budding, vibrant platform, or you look at platforms like Instagram, where there's so many changes. My job is literally to keep up with those changes and play on social media. And so I'm able to take that curiosity to my clients, to my students, um, because I, I actually like social media. I don't know. How do you feel about social media? You know, I'm, I'm somewhat mixed. I'm a very, you know, somewhat private person, but I also understand that you can't deny the power of social media. So I'm not one of those, like I'm sticking my head, you know, in the, in the, in the dirt, like a, the, the ostrich. I'm, I'm very much so aware of the little things that are going on, but I think that, you know, just like with everything, you know, there's a gift and, and you know, there's a curse of it. It's all kind of determined by the person that is, you know, with the phone or, or the microphone or the video in front of them. Yeah. And I think that's my rose colored glasses view of the world is that I know that there's a ton of bad to social media. It's one of the reasons why I don't post my daughter on social media. I just don't want her. She's four months old. She doesn't need to be stressed out about this yet. Um, <laughs> But I personally love it because of the power of connection. You know, you and I could have this conversation and live in completely different parts of the world. And you can find your people, your your community and make those connections without actually having to physically be close to them. So for me, that's the part that I love about social media. So sometimes I know I put my blinders on and I go, I love the work that I do. I love social media. I'm going to focus on the good of it instead of the negative because it it does live out there, unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it's so important to be the change that you wish to be in the world, as Gandhi said. And a lot of times you do that by having those rose colored glasses on and being able to say that, hey, I'm going to create the change and help my clients to create that change. And that ends up making the world as a whole a, a better place. Yeah. So um, I wanted to drill down a little bit more. I know we touched on a little bit on how you're working with your clients. Could you take us through a little bit more on what that looks like and how you're serving the clients that you work with? Yeah. So I run an agency that does done for you social media services. Um, that's most of our revenue. We have about 20 clients right now. Um, a lot of them are coaches, experts, thought leaders. They have really powerful movements behind them. Um, a few that you may have heard of are Rachel Rogers from Hello7, um, the Life Coach School, um, clients like that. She podcasts as a client. Um, and so when we create these social media strategies, it's people who, you know, they have the podcast, they have have the vision, they have 
the thoughts and they just don't want to post that on Instagram. They want to, you know, they, they love doing the podcast, live writing their newsletters, but like the technical side of Instagram is not, they're not a fan of. So that's mostly what we do. Um, and then I also have a program. We have about 260 members in our membership program called the Savvy Social School, where um, we teach the exact strategies that I apply to my clients. And a lot of the students in the school also don't like social media, um, at, but they want to learn how to use it as a tool to build their business. And a lot of them are working towards eventually outsourcing it to someone else. Um, and so we teach them the frameworks, the foundations that they need to build their business to a level where they don't have to do social media anymore. Um, and so we teach, you know, all of the technical bits, the mindset bits, lots of done for you content to really streamline that process for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I wanted to um, drill down a little bit more and hear a little bit more on what I like to call your secret sauce. This could be for yourself, the business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah, I think that um, the way that I teach social media is specifically geared towards business owners and not necessarily influencers or content creators. And I think that's what makes my business different from other social media educators out there is that they assume a lot of things about their audience, you know, like, oh, just create a reel, record, you know, these three clips and put it together. I take it a step back and my my clients are like, I don't even know, like, well, how do I hit record, <laughs> you know, right. or like, how does this actually make me money? Am I wasting my time dancing on TikTok or, <laughs> you know, retweeting this political news or, you know what I mean? Like they really want it to be a, a business driver. And so the difference, I think, in the way that I teach it and the way we apply it to our clients is that all roads lead back to making money in the business. And so if you're building a community, we want it to be a community of folks that are interested in your offers. They're not just there to look at pretty pictures um, or a community that's profitable in the sense that, you know, it is bringing you revenue, whether they're referring you out to other people or they're the ones directly purchasing. We want to make sure that that's a community around it. And I practice what I preach. I only have 8,000 plus Instagram followers and, you know, we're in the high six figures for our business. So it's, doesn't matter how many followers you have it it's the quality of those followers followers that matters the most absolutely so definitely appreciate that and i wanted to switch gears a little bit and i wanted to ask you for what i call a ceo hack so this could be like an app a book or a habit that you have but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient oh, i use a lot of mindfulness meditation um and i don't think it has to be super structured i like to use headspace five minutes a day or less, a little bit of like clearing my mind and being intentional about having space um, to understand myself, my thought processes, my emotions. I think as business owners, it's really easy to get caught up in the day to day to get, get caught up even like emotional experience. And I used to have these really bad, like anxious feelings just at the thought of opening my email inbox beginning of the day. It was like, who's going to be complaining now? Or what What else does someone need? You know? And so I think just taking a moment to breathe and be like, okay, it's okay. It always has been okay. I've been doing this for, you know, almost 10 years now at this point. Um, you know, it's okay to be like, I feel a little anxiousness and I'm not going to let it ruin my day or ruin my, you know, experiences with my clients. So the mindfulness meditation really helps. And I like to use headspace, but it could be anything. It could be just a moment of your day. 
Absolutely appreciate that. And so now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And you might have already touched on this, but this is a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say it might be something you would tell your favorite client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah. Um, I think that oftentimes with social media, we focus on the media piece and not the social piece. So if I were to tell my favorite client a piece of advice, it's network and connect more, like leverage social media as a tool to connect. And one of my favorite ways to do this is through strategic partnerships. So being on podcasts like this one, speaking, um, collaborating, find like, you know, if you could speak to a group of your ideal clients, that's amazing. And that probably came from a relationship you have with somebody. So how can you make more relationships? Yes, posting is important and, and, you know, showing your expertise is important. But to me, the behind the scenes work of like actually building a relationship with someone, that's not a comment. That's not one direct message. It's years and years of, of being a friend, a pal, a buddy. So that would be my piece of advice is focus on that piece and it will produce dividends in your business. I absolutely love that. And, and it kind of reminded me of the quote, the secret to the overnight success is it takes 10 years. Um, and I think so many times when we're talking about relationships and things like that, you can, you know, look at it as we kind of talked about the the uh, the snapshot of a person's life. You see them get an award, you don't know, see the time that they were building year after year after year relationship with the person that recommended them for the award that happened to be on the board or whatever might happen. You don't see those behind the scenes, you know, inner workings that happen. And I think it's so important because I think a lot of people don't, look at marketing, social media, especially as something that has to be and can be cultivated over time to build those relationships, not just something you post and then you go viral and then that's the end of everything. Yep, exactly. And honestly, too, if you're not prepared for it, virality can damage your business more than it can help. Um, I've seen it happen a lot. And we actually just had three clients go viral last month, but we've been working with them one for eight months, one for a year, one for two years. So when you think about even like having an agency support you, there's a lot of groundwork that goes into those moments, even though it looks like, oh, nobody knew them to suddenly they're getting 2 million views on their video. That took months or years of work. And um, a lot of people aren't willing to put that in. But once you put in that work, um, I think it's so, so powerful to um, having having something that's sustainable and not just a flash and a moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I, one of my favorite books is the book, uh, Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers. And a lot of it goes behind the, the scenes. So you can see that eight months, that one year, you don't see all of that. You don't see the 10,000 hours. You just see that, okay, that person went viral. That person, you know, reached success, but you don't see all the behind the scenes things that uh, you kind of build up to into that. Yep, exactly. I love that. 10,000 hours, y'all. 10,000 hours. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And uh, so now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Andrea, what does being a CEO mean to you? Yeah, to me, being a CEO is being a leader, both within your business and in your community. And I think business leaders are community leaders. Um, and so when you're thinking about that CEO status, whether you have one contractor or a team of 20, you are impacting your community around you. So remember that as you're going out and building your business. 
Nice. Absolutely appreciate that. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get out of you, find out about all the awesome things you're working on. And of course, listen to your podcast as well. Yeah. So I'll start with the podcast. It's the Savvy Social Podcast. We have over 200 episodes, uh, both me teaching and some really amazing interviews all about using social media. So if if what we talked about today resonates with you, you'll really like the podcast. Um, and then the best place to start is my free course. It's onlinedrea.com slash free. It takes the practicalness of social media, boils it down into easy to follow steps for business owners. We have things like swipe files and graphics as well to really jumpstart your social media journey. And of course, it's a sample, like the Costco sample of our of our programming. So if you like that, then you'll want to um, definitely join our membership program. But onlinedrea.com slash free, grab it. It's the best place to start. Nice. I absolutely love that. We'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase. It's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our I Am CEO Facebook group. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.